Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Yes, sir. Happy days are here again. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. What are you doing? I'm starting a fight. He's going to finish it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. 33-plus years now, you're inside look in the world of combat sports. I am Pedro Fernandez, the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airwaves, having defended that time now to get this better than 33 years. So straight up, not only talking legacy today, I'm talking today, the schedule. We're talking boxing and mixed martial arts. Straight up, boxing on HBO. Is it the swan song? Will 75-year-old Bernard Hopkins finally walk away? Can this guy Joe Smith, the nondescript Joe Smith, can he knock this guy out? Can he end this nightmare for boxing fans? Because let's be honest. Bernard Hopkins hasn't, hasn't had an exciting fight since 2001, uh, right after 9-11. It was with 9-28 when he beat uh, a Felix Trinidad in New York City. Outside of that, hasn't had one exciting fight since then. Not one good win anyway. Bottom line is, let him go away. He's 90 years old. The young guys deserve the spotlight. Speaking of young guys, lots of young guys on the uh, horizon, of course, today across the pond. Said to be the best fighter in Europe. Get this. Orzik Music. Yeah, that's about as good as I can do with his name, because his name is terrible. We'll talk about that a little after break. Of course, WBO heavyweight title changing hands last week. Interesting, interesting. New champion, Joseph Parker, been on the show in the past from New Zealand. We'll also talk about Terrence Crawford being in a little bit of trouble this weekend. Sort of got burned by a judge in Omaha, Nebraska, or as that stewardess told me one time when she wanted to give me a free ticket, Omaha. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, open phone lines around the world, one 800 878 play that's 1 800 878 Live from the West Coast, this is Ring Talk on Sports Five. When I would go sailing, everybody is calling me Muhammad Ali. Then why you gotta be one of all people who's color to keep saying Cassius Clay? My name is Muhammad Ali, and you will announce it right there in the center of that ring after the fight if you don't do it now. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall and Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall and Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. 
Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the Sports Talk host that can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. And I just wanted to be um, respected for my era. To be mentioned in the name of Ray Robinson and Marvin Hagler and, and, and Ray Leonard. And to be mentioned in the top four and the top five. Wherever you put me at, wherever history put me at, I am grateful and humble to be there. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. What's that supposed to be, some kind of sick joke? Fighting at the age of 60 <clears throat> is a cruel joke. Not to the boxer itself, not to Bernard Hopkins. Of course, he can do whatever he wants to his body. If he wants to continue to get beat on like a, a drum, more power to him. But the bottom line is he is stealing the spotlight away from 25- and 30-year-old guys that won't get that spotlight. In other words, there's one HBO date today that won't go to a young guy because Bernard Hopkins is taking it. He talked about having his era. That was 2006. Of course, I said his era, his best time, I think the best, the peak of it all, man, was when he beat uh, Felix Trinidad. Of course, right after 9-11, it was like 9-28, 9-29, something like that uh, in New York City. Of course, the Garden was rocking that night. Don King was there. It was rocking and rolling. Of course, had dinner after the fight with Bernard Hopkins. Of course, got some memoirs from that. But uh, dinner with him after the fight, him talking about the future and how he'd be out of boxing in a few years, this and that. So sort of remind me of the conversation I had in 2004 with Andre Ward. Remember, he said, uh, I'll be around six or seven years and I'll be out. Well, guess what? Ten years later, and he still hasn't, hasn't made his mark. I mean, yes, he is the world super middleweight champion. Of course, the WBO light heavyweight champion right now with an asterisk next to it because outside of the three judges that voted for Ward that night, I can't find three judges that want to say that Ward won the fight. I can't get three professional judges to go on the record, go on the record, and say that Ward won the fight. I can't do it. And that's sort of tough. I called about six or seven guys. Oh, no, no. I don't want to deal with that. Don't want to do it. Too controversial. I don't want to deal with it. Why don't they want to deal with it? Why can't judges come clean on this? Why is it so controversial? Okay? If it was a 17-round fight, 
Andre Ward would have probably won. He probably won down the stretch, maybe winning some rounds down the stretch. But at that point in time, at 12 rounds, we're talking about a 12-round sprint, 12 little fights. Out of those 12 little fights, Andre Ward lost more than he won. In the one uh, round he lost, the second round, he got knocked down, so that's an extra point. The bottom line is, at the end of the day, the hole that he had to dig out of, although he fought admirably, there's no doubt about it, he fought like a champion, as you would expect. I mean, the guys have said undefeated in his life. That one amateur fight he lost back in the day in the 90s, he didn't lose. He didn't lose that fight. He was burned. The late Marsha King went to her grave telling me that one. I'll never forget one. Pedro, he didn't lose. Anyway, so the bottom line is he was unbeaten, but he's not unbeaten anymore. Yes, the O's still there, but... Man, I thought Sergey Kovalev clearly won, and I am the biggest Andre Ward fan in the world. You know that. I'm the one that said he would win the Olympic gold medal and fighting into 15 pounds heavier than his normal weight. Everybody said to me, man, you must be crazy. You must be smoking a lot of weed, Pedro, to say that Andre Ward is going to go out there and, and smoke this guy, this, this guy, 178 pounds, the Polish guy, <coughs> for the gold medal. And he did. Why did he do that? Because pound for pound, he's an outstanding fighter. There's not too many better fighters, not too many guys that can think better, move on their feet, I mean, he's got it all. The chin, eh, like you said, you heard him say this on the past, uh, in the past on the show. Anybody that hits on the chin can get knocked out. He got knocked down. He got up. He fought admirably, but he did not make up the deficit in which he was facing at the end of 12 rounds. He was uh, fortunate, very fortunate to get that decision. In fact, I thought it was a bit of a heist as far as Kovalev was In fact, it sort of brings us back to the days where uh, foreign fighters can't come to the United States and get a fair call against American heroes. I mean, you know, he was a 2004 Olympic gold medalist. I mean, he really is. I mean, if ever there was a guy that was the true epitome, the true, the true example of the American dream, it's Andre Ward. I mean, he fought his way out of the hood. Not really out of the hood, but, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't eating caviar at the age of 15 or anything like that. Okay, so he fought his way out of a lower middle class. And, you know, pushed motorcycles and, and trucks and station wagons around parking lots to get strong and stuff like that in the early days. And, of course, had his trainer, Virgil Hunter, who he's still with now, no doubt about it. That's a team that will probably go until the end of Andre Ward. But Ward was very serious. Ward was a different guy. Ward was, I really thought that Ward was going to be like the next Sugar Ray Leonard. He would sell out baseball stadiums in Oakland, California. And not, not, only, not only would he do this once, but he would do it once, twice, maybe three or four times in his career. I mean, I thought this was like the next coming of boxing's Babe Ruth here in the Bay Area. I really did. Why? Hmm. He's articulate. He can fight. He can draw. But there were injuries involved. He got injured a lot, had a torn ACL, had some stuff put in his leg as far as a, a cadaver's ACL was concerned, um, had some other injuries, had some contractual disputes with his promoter, the late Dan Goosen of 10 Goose Boxing, of course, and that sort of took him away from uh, – with Paco Valcarcel, of course, the president of the World Boxing Organization, uh, he's a lawyer himself. He said, too much litigation, too much litigation. When I brought up Andre Ward about a year ago, and he said, too much litigation. Well, litigation or not, Andre Ward and Sergey Kovalev are doomed to, are, are set to meet in a rematch per the contract. There's an immediate rematch clause in the contract. Kovalev put that in there. Smart move by Kovalev. But Kovalev and his people, Kathy Duva, they did go to sleep to an extent. In fact, I think Larry Merchant uh, touched on that last week when the Godfather was here, when he said, you know, that she didn't think she had to worry about the judges, so she didn't worry about picking the judges or getting the judges. Well, you know, she should probably, should, probably Jack, uh, Kathy should, probably should have been a little bit more on top of her game as far as the judges were concerned, because we should not have went with three American judges when you've got a fighter from Russia against an American gold medalist. That just doesn't sound right to me, because you know you're asking for you're asking for trouble if the fight's close. I mean, if the fight was close, and it wasn't. But if the fight was close, 
you would have been asked for trouble because the American judges, well, they either either they didn't give them enough credit or they gave them too much credit. See, there's no median when you've got these hometown type of judges. When I say hometown, I mean American judges fighting, voting uh, for American fighters. Now, I'm not going to criticize the judges per se, round by round, okay? But when you break those rounds down, Andre Ward did not win enough rounds to win a 12-round fight. Sergey Kovalev deserves a rematch. And I would figure that rematch is going to happen sometime in March of April of 2017. And that'll probably happen again in Las Vegas. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing. Speaking of today, and today is happening, the 17th of December, there's a cat across the pond. He's the best fighter in all of Europe. And his name is Oleg Oleksandr Yusik. He is the WBO Cruiserweight title holder. I kid you not. And he is the best fighter. I mean, everybody I talk to in Europe say he's the best fighter in Europe. The best fighter in Europe? Better than Anthony Joshua? No, no, Pedro. The best fighter in Europe. I kid you not. Of course, they're duking it out for the WO 200-pound title. He's taking on a guy named Thabisco Munchenu, who's 17-2. and two. That's be the Inglewood Forum. Of course, that's going to rock and roll. That's going to be a great fight. I think that Olag's going to do his thing here in the U.S. of A. You know, more power to him. If he can get some, some play here in the United States and get some... Um, some American exposure this night. We can start getting some of these better fighters from Europe to fight here in the United States. And guess what? Why do I say that? Because the American product is not there. It's just not there, folks. I mean, look at the television screen. Look at, look, look. I don't want to bring up names, but look at the TV screen, okay? The guys that are prevailing for the most part are not Americans. The guys from, that are prevailing for the most part are guys that are hungry, guys that come from, from countries where they, gotta, where they had to wipe their ass with a rock, okay? If you got to wipe your butt with a rock, guess what? You will get hungry fighting some guy. If you got to look, look at the prospect of like eating cold food or day old food and stale bread and things like that, or, or fighting somebody, what's like, come on, if, hunger or fighting somebody. That is the, that is the true root of all combat sports, boxing. You say what you want. They fight to survive. They fight for a paycheck. This is professional boxing straight up. It's all about money. And tonight I think the money is on the line. No doubt about it. But if this kid, I'm talking about this kid from uh, from Ukraine. If he can if he can capture an audience here in the United States, Oleg Yusik, get used to the name. He's only got ten fights, and when they tell me he's the best fighter in all of Europe, I say to myself, "Come on, there's a lot of fighters in Europe." But no, no, my people stick to this, and of course, based off his last couple of performances, he has looked very good. He took out Krygolowacki. Uh, what they call him, head. He was like 26. No, just took him out with the unanimous decision in 12 rounds. Beat Pedro Rodriguez before that. He is a good fighter. We'll see where he's going. But right now, he's a cruiserweight 200-pound champion. He's going today. Speaking of WBO champions, how about our man, uh, Joseph Parker, the reigning now WBO heavyweight title holder. We'll get to that after the break, of course. He got that 12-round majority decision last week, of course, over Andy Ruiz. Ruiz going from the United States over to New Zealand to vie for the vacant title. Feels he was shorter from a hometown decision. Close fight, baby. Close fight any way you look at it. But Andy Ruiz took those middle rounds off and then tried to come on to the end. Bottom line is, it's 12 rounds. Try to fight as many of those 12 rounds as you can because you got to win a majority of them to win the fight. You are tuned to Sports Byline, live from the West Coast. Open phone lines, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. This is Sports Byline and Ring Talk. Why do you want to fight? Because I can't sing or dance.
Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707. 800-949-8707 Listen closely. You don't have to live with knee pain. You heard right. If you're 65 or older and suffering from knee pain, you may qualify for an advanced pain-relieving brace at little to no cost to you. Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for knee braces, will work with Medicare or insurance benefits to see if you qualify for these knee braces. Many people are now using our knee brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief they haven't felt in years. The only way to see if you qualify is to call us, 800-816-0365. One of our friendly experts will handle all paperwork and have it delivered for free. Don't let your knee pain turn into something worse. Find out now about these advanced knee braces now covered by Medicare or insurance benefits. Call now and get free shipping, plus a complimentary easy-to-use pedometer. 800-816-0365. 800-816-0365. 800-816-0365. 800-816-0365. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay, and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. This is Carrie Cooper for Guitar Center's Focus on Rock. Shop for the greatest music gear on earth at guitarcenter.com. When you think of Dee Snider's Twisted Sister, what comes to mind? Rebellion, tongue-in-cheek humor, raucous hair metal guitars, blue eyeshadow and the rocking 80s, perhaps. Well, recently Dee reworked one of his songs as a beautifully stark and touching piano ballad, turning his best-loved record into a powerful tool for a very important cause. Join me over at focusonrock.com for the full story about the helping hand of the new We're Not Gonna Take It. This Black Friday weekend, Guitar Center is your best gift ever center. With doorbuster deals like a Savannah Acoustic or Rogue Electric Guitar, your choice just $59. A complete PDP five-piece drum kit by DW for $299. A Mitchell ukulele for just $29. Or a 12-pack of Dario guitar strings for $25. Save up to 40% on gear in every department. And go to GuitarCenter.com to download your money-saving coupon now. Doors open Friday at 6 a.m. Black Friday weekend at Guitar Center. In-store and online. I think that you win a lot of your fights, as well as in the ring, outside the ring as well. You psych people out, don't you, beforehand? Well, this works. It don't really, you don't really psych them out. You really make them fight harder. You don't psych them out. You don't put fear in them. And that's the thing. It makes them fight too hard. It makes them anxious. They got to get you. Like I told George, I said, okay, sucker, I'm backing up in the ropes, and I want you to take your best shots. And I just stood there. Come on, show me something. Show me something, kid. You're not doing nothing. You're just a girl. Look at you. You ain't got nothing. Come on, sucker. Show me something. Show me something, sucker. And if you think, if you think I'm not telling the truth, watch the films. I talked him to death. And I made him so angry. He just beat himself out. He was so tired. He was playing and just fall on the ropes. I said, man, this is the wrong place to get tired. <laughs> I say, you are in trouble. 
They're not telling you hands can't hear what your eyes can't see. You know I'm the greatest of all times. I tell him this when we get in clinches. That word is a man to beat him and talk to him. You understand? Do they talk back to you? No. Only one fellow talked back to me, and that's Joe Frazier. I hit Joe Frazier with about 90 punches, if you remember the first fight. I hit him with everything. The man took a terrible beating. He wouldn't fall. I said, are you crazy? I hit him there. I said, you must be crazy. He said, that's right. I'm crazy. I just kept coming. I'm crazy. Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. Okay, as I get my act together here at the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the clock says 26, 26 and a half minutes past hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, fights taking place. Let's talk about the fights last week first. Terrence Crawford, of course, the uh, WB 140-pound title holder, of course, out of Omaha, Nebraska. As that stewardess one tries, once tried to get me a free ticket. I was on a flight from Oakland to Las Vegas. She said to me, he goes, if you'll get off this plane right now. I didn't know what she was trying to say. If you get off this plane right now, I'll give you a free round ticket, round trip ticket to Omaha. Where's Omaha? Is that some island in the, in the Caribbean, the Bahamas or something like that? She goes, no, it's in Nebraska. I said, you mean Omaha? She goes, oh, we call it Omaha. I said, sorry, baby, it's Omaha. Anyway, the bottom line is I've never been to Omaha, but Terrence Crawford rules Omaha. There's no doubt about it. He is the pride and joy of Omaha. Of course, got some problems this week with the law. But last week, I mean, let's be honest, Mr. Molina came to town, but he lit Mr. Molina up over eight rounds. Molina didn't make weight. When you don't make weight, it's sort of like the sin of sins. I don't know how to put this to you, but I would consider it almost like your girlfriend cheating when a guy doesn't make weight because you've got an agreement. There's like a, it's, like, it's like an agreement. You know, you guys have made this agreement before, and even though you don't know each other, you've made this agreement, this pact, that you're going to make this weight, that you're going to come in here and you're going to fight, you're going to be on an even keel, you know? And then guys come in heavyweight, heavy, overweight. I remember my mother stopped going to smokers with me when I was doing smoker fights back in the in the uh, 70s and 80s, she just stopped smoking, stopped smoking. She never stopped smoking. That's what killed her. But she stopped going to smokers because we'd go to these smokers, and I suppose, I was supposed to have a fight, and I'd show up, and the guy would show up, and he'd, I'd be like 90 pounds. This guy would be like 115, 120, and they wouldn't allow the fight. Not that I wouldn't take it, but anyway, the bottom line is they wouldn't allow the fight. That's too much size. But what I'm trying to tell you is cancellation after cancellation after cancellation because guys didn't want to make the weight. I remember the one time I didn't want to fight a guy. I mean, I didn't make the weight. I'll be honest with you about that. Zach Padilla, of course, he was the number one ranked 140-pounder in the country at that point in time, was the U.S. ABF champion, and I was going to fight him in my uh, third or fourth open fight, meaning you know, my third, third or fourth fight into the, the open class, the superior division of the uh, amateur boxing ranks. Anyway, the bottom line was, yeah, I knew. I, think I, I couldn't beat him. I just couldn't beat him. I mean, he's the only guy I could ever imagine fighting where I couldn't beat. In other words, everybody else I put into the ring against, I thought I could beat. Ernie Chavez, who fought Melvin Taylor, I thought I could beat him. I lost, but I thought I could beat him. Whether he was bigger, bigger than me or not, I thought I could beat him. You always think, I always thought I could win, okay? I really always thought I could win. And I think that's the sort of, that makes your fighters a little bit different from everybody else. If you go in there with the notion that you're going to get whooped up, that you're going to get hurt, this and that, guess what? Chances are you're going to get hurt. Anyway, Crawford, let's go back to Crawford. Crawford is a guy that, that likes to hurt people. I mean, people say that he's a nice guy. He's not a nice guy. His name is Bud, okay? His name is Bud. Not that he smokes Bud. I don't know anything about that. But his name is Bud. And he's not the nicest guy in the world. He's a, he's a mean guy. What I'm trying to say is don't mess with Bud because his, his other uh, nickname is Hunter. He's 29 years old. As I said, undefeated now, 30-0. and 0, Was it 21 knockouts? I mean, smooth dude, man. 135-pound title holder, now 140-pound title holder. I mean, he, he's got it since, 19, since 2013. 
He's at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 12 title fights, won them all. I mean, all, I think, two or three by decision, most by knockout. He is pound for pound one of the better fighters in the world. But he's a mean dude. And evidently, this week he got into a bit of a scrape in an uh, auto body shop or something like that in Omaha, Nebraska. And a judge sort of sentenced him to like 90 days in jail or something like that. Like, talk about judge, jury, and executioner all in one time. I mean, come on. Anyway, uh, Paco had a couple of comments about that on the Internet. Paco Vaca himself, of course, 20, 42 years now, a criminal attorney. He thought that was a little bit of a, of a jump there for the judge to go uh, bonkers, go nuclear on Terrence Crawford, but he didn't, of course. We'll talk about that as the weeks prevail. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, we're talking USC after the break. Of course, USC tonight, USC on Fox. Chicks will be fighting in the main event. That's coming to you from Golden, the Golden Arena in Sacramento, California. And the last fight uh, in the career of the great, and I mean great. He is a great fighter, folks. I kid you not. Talk about the great Uriah Faber. Of course, a California kid, former World Extreme Cage Fighting Champion at 135 pounds. Never struck gold in the UFC, but... Man, probably the best fighter ever to never win a UFC title. Back to the boxing scene, of course. Parker and Ruiz last week, uh, this close fight for the WBO title. Of course, they're going to be looking to hook up eventually and unify the title. Um, all the champions are going to be look, looking to unify the title because boxing needs a unified heavyweight champion. It does. They had it in Klitschko. It had it in Tyson Fury for like a half a minute, just for a half a minute. Okay, And now we need to have it back again, of course, with Tyson Fury. Um, having his drug issues, his cocaine issues, or his mental issues, or his health, whatever. Anyway, Tyson Fury is like a non-entity. Just scratch him from the ratings right now. Just scratch him. Anyway, the bottom line is Tyson Fury screwed things up. Now we have a fragmented heavyweight division. Of course, uh, Anthony Joshua is the IBF title holder after stopping Eric Molina in three rounds last week. Molina should be arrested for impersonating a fighter. And I will say this. Uh, I'll go back to my original... Uh, was I said this like 25 or 30 years ago on the radio and people got upset, but now they can relate to what I'm talking about. A Mexican heavyweight is really a fat middleweight. Yeah, sorry, Eric Molina, but you proved that for me last week. Anyway, let's talk about tonight. Of course, um, Nanoi, Nanoi Inoi. Of course, he's the, the uh, Chinese fighter from across the pond. Yeah, the, they, blah, blah, excuse me, the Japanese fighter from across the pond. He's going tonight, and he's a bad, bad dude. I mean, he's taking on a veteran, but... He's got some, how can I put this? He's got one of those bodies. He's only like 115 pounds, but he's got one of those bodies that he can maybe gain another seven pounds, and that's about it. I couldn't see him going to featherweight, but he's a real bad dude. 11 0, 9 KOs. I know guys that have sparred with him and came back from uh, uh, Japan and said, this, this monster, that's what we call him, monster, he can really hit. 23 years old, going tonight defending the WBL 115 pound title. Of course, that's taking place in world places, Tokyo, Japan. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Of course, as I mentioned, Crawford getting into some trouble here. As we uh, go look back on, before I close out this boxing segment, I'm going to re- go back to uh, Bernard Hopkins and the fact that, you know, as I said earlier, the greed of Hopkins. And it's all about greed, folks. And I'll tell you why. Because, you know, in 2000 or 2001, I took him to dinner. And uh, we went to a, a buffet in Las Vegas. I think it was the... Flamingo Hilton, Hotel, Flamingo Hilton Hotel, or the Hilton Hotel, one or the other. Anyway, we went to a, um, a buffet, and I had the buffet lady make them all the special juices, like watermelon and mixed with cranberry and prune juice. I mean, Bernard was, you know, he had all those little mixes. So I had the lady mix them up, all the stuff, and the whole nine yards, and she brought us, you know, the food. And, of course, the buffet is where you serve yourself, and then, the, you know, the waitress brings you all these little desserts and juices, all that kind of good stuff. So you got to tip these people. I mean, that's how they survive, right? So I went to Hopkins afterwards. I said to him, hey, man, 
I said, we got to leave this lady a couple of bucks. She goes, leave her a couple of bucks? I ain't tipping her. Nobody tips me. I said, but you don't work in the service industry. You're a boxer. You're getting like $250,000 for tonight. You can't give this lady a couple of bucks? What are you, crazy? Pedro, I ain't tipping her, man. I ain't tipping her. Anyway, it almost got to like a verbal confrontation between me and Hopkins when I finally said, okay, fine. And then I threw a 20 down on the table thinking that that would humiliate him and that he would throw some money down, but he didn't. He looked at the 20 and said, good. She's tipped. He walked away. This is the way Bernard Hopkins is, of course, going tonight against Joe Smith. May Joe Smith, may the nondescript Joe Smith, I think uh, Joe DeGuardia of New York City is promoting this guy, may the nondescript Joe Smith take out. And I mean take him out. Get rid of him, man. We don't need him around anymore. Bernard Hopkins has overstayed his welcome. As I mentioned, Joshua was the winner last week, as was Abner Maris. But the real fight last week showing the class at 154 is, of course, Jamar Charlo, the IBF title holder, taking out, wow, I mean, my man from Julian Williams from Philadelphia. Julian came to fight. It was a, He was aggressive. Both fighters wanted to go back and forth. Charlo knocked him out in the second round, finished it in the fifth round. Williams was aggressive. He went for it. That's why he got drilled as early as he did. Of course, the fight would have went on a little bit longer. Charlo would have probably won. But the bottom line was Williams knew he had to make a move. He made a move. He made a move, folks. A lot of guys don't want to gamble like that. I told you uh, what the great Sugar Ray Leonard told me one time. We're running together in Miami, Florida, or Fort Lauderdale, somewhere down around there, somewhere in Florida, uh, West Palm Beach. Forget what camp it was. Anyway, we're running together, and I said, Ray, what, what makes, what's the difference between a good fighter and a great fighter? And he stops, he looks at me, he says, the willingness to gamble. I said, what do you mean? He goes, the willingness to gamble. You got to want to go for it. You got to go for it. You got to, you know, deep down inside, you got to say, oh, yeah, I'm winning this way, but I got to, I can, I can stop this guy. I can put an exclamation mark on this, a punctuation mark on it. I need to do this, okay? And Ray would go out there and Ray would do it, okay? Fighters like uh, nowadays, mm, Mayweather, I can go on and on. They don't finish the show. That's what's the matter with today's boxing world is that the guys that are boxing for the most part do not finish show. Jamar Charlo finished the show last week, but of course, Julian Williams helped him. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Next up, the world of mixed martial arts. Talk about UFC here on Sports Byline. I'm trouble because they play around so young today, very young. I was talking to my doctor. You know my doctor, Dr. Vinnie Boombach. You know my doctor? Yeah. Well, he told me last week in his office he got six cases of VD. I mean, he's all right now. <laughs> This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free just call 800-507-1148 
Your pain-relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping, plus a complimentary easy-to-use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay, and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Are you a parent of a 2- to 7-year-old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the award-winning and revolutionary online learning program that's changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Designed by teachers and early childhood learning experts, ABC Mouse seamlessly aligns with what your child is already learning in school. And with over 7,000 learning activities and more than 650 lessons, it's the most comprehensive early learning site on earth. I have been teaching for 13 years, and I've never seen a program like ABC Mouse. It encompasses science, math, reading, social studies. It's just endless what they can learn on ABC Mouse. I've always had to use 20 websites, and now I can just use one. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash free to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash free. abcmouse.com slash free. The following update is for drivers who pay too much for car insurance due to DUIs, DWIs, tickets, or anything else. By now, you know all too well that SR22 Auto Insurance is way more than you'd ever want to pay. You probably thought you didn't have a choice, but you were wrong. Our company specializes in low-cost, very affordable SR22 Auto Insurance for high-risk drivers. We know that mistakes happen, so take pride in being able to offer absolutely free quotes for this very affordable auto insurance meant specifically for you, the overpaying high-risk driver. We're standing by at 800-758-0725. The only thing you need to do is stop waiting around while your monthly payments stay as high as they are. Our knowledgeable representatives are ready for your call at 800-758-0725. The quote is free, and we'll even handle the filings so you could start saving money every month even sooner. Call 800-758-0725. That's 800-758-0725. Once more, 800-758-0725. Less than 3% of you people read books, but less than 15% of you read newspapers. Right now, there is a whole, an entire generation that never knew anything that didn't come out of this tube. This tube can make or break presidents, popes, prime ministers. Television is not the truth. Television is a circus, a carnival, a traveling troupe of acrobats, storytellers, dancers, singers, jugglers, sideshow freaks, lion tamers, and football players. We did in illusions, man. None of it is true. But you people sit there day after day, night after night. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Oh, too bad. Yeah, too bad. Somebody just sent me a little, uh, little shot me a text here, dogging me for not bringing up the fact that Alexander Povetkin, of course, he was vying for the WBC heavyweight title, of course, today in Russia against Bermain Stavern, the former champion, I believe, out of Jamaica. And, of course, that fight didn't happen. Of course, Povetkin testing positive for uh, steroids, you know, anabolic steroids. No, no surprise there, the Russians, right? Anyway, the fight went on as far as the Russians were concerned, but I'm not going to mention it. The bottom line is we're just not going to mention cheats. We're trying to get away from mentioning cheats on the show. That's why I did not get deep into it. 
That's why I did not get deep into it. Bottom line is, we're talking UFC before we go to Bellator. Where's the UFC going tonight? Paige Van Zandt going against a very good fighter, but she might be a little bit too small for 115. What am I trying to say is, you know, when you've got chicks fighting at 125 pounds, 115 pounds, 100, they're small. They're real small. 135 pounds, that's real small. There's a big difference between that. Of course, I think that Chris Cyborg Santos, the 145-pound uh, woman out of uh, Brazil, I've called her she-male, he-male, all that kind of good stuff in the past, but she's the real deal at 145. They're trying to make her fight like at 135. Why? They wanted to cut off both breasts and an arm in order to fight at 135? No, no. Let her fight at 145, which is her not her natural weight, but the way she can get down to and be strong at. Anyway, Paige Van Zandt tonight going against uh, Michelle Waterson. Michelle can fight a little bit, but she's a little bit small to be fighting at strawweight. But there's no division smaller than strawweight, is there? No, there isn't. Anyway, the welterweight, there's a welterweight on the card. Of course, Mickey Gall, remember him? He beat CM Punk about two months ago, CM Punk being the former WWE champion. Of course, he's taking on Sage Northcutt. Sage Northcutt can fight a little bit. Sage Northcutt is one of those guys where they're trying to groom for a future. And, of course, Mickey Gall is the, the foil, supposedly the foil here. We'll see what happens if he can upset the apple cart twice. If he does, he may have a future in the UFC. Uriah Faber is on the card. The California kid, the aforementioned California kid, the aforementioned WEC, World Extreme Cage Fighting Champion. Of course, man, he calls uh, Sacramento, California home. Of course, he started MMA up there when it was illegal. Couldn't have MMA in California. He was like training and doing the stuff in gyms and things like that and fighting on reservations and having to go in different states and things like that. But he's taking on Brad Pickett of Europe. Brad Pickett's coming across the pond to win, but Brad Pickett's being brought across the pond to lose. It's a pretty even fight. i got to give Favor a slight edge because he's fighting at home. Plus, Uriah Faber says this is the end, the end for Uriah Faber. 35 years old, man, he's had a good run. I know he's got that little house down there around Ensenada, Mexico, or Cancun, Mexico, so we can go down there and retire. More power to you. The California kid knows his herbs as well. Uh, also on the card, light heavyweights, Luis Henrique da Silva taking on Paul Greg. It's like 10 or 12 fights on this card. Fox Sports, uh, it's going to open up on USC Fight Pass. There'll be three fights on Fight Pass, and we'll go to Fox Sports 1 for one, two, three, four, five, six fights, including a women's bandway about 135, Leslie Smith against Irene uh, Aldana. But as I said, the main event is going to be on Fox, the big network. Fox, baby. Paige Van Zandt, Michelle Watterson, Sage Northcutt, Mickey Gall, Uriah Faber, Brad Pickett, and Alan Jordan, and Mike Perry. That is the main event. Of course, last week the UFC was rocking and rolling, but it may be the end of the road for the former lightweight champion. We'll talk about Anthony Pettis, of course, dropping down to 145, from 155 to 145, thinking he can make featherweight. He couldn't. I don't know why these guys want to do that. Take it off weight kills people. It kills people. It's like, wow, I mean, it literally kills people. I mean, I know guys that have lost weight and either died or almost died because of losing the weight. I don't want to name names. Those couple guys are still alive. But I'm telling you, man, this, this draining yourself of weight is just not the way to go. And so many fights nowadays, you've got fighters, you know, they're talking about going to same-day weigh-ins and maybe a couple hours before competitions. I think if they did that, I think they went back to that. I think uh, the, the world of fighting, per se, would be a, just a little bit more fair. I don't, I don't think it's fair right now because some guys, like, you know, the current WBC World Boxing Council 154, take it back, the current WBO 154-pound title holder, Saul Alvarez, once beaten out of Mexico, he weighs in at 154 at the weigh-in, which takes place on a Friday afternoon about 5 o'clock. And guess what? By fight time, Saturday night at 8 o'clock, he's close to 175. So is that fair? He made the weight. Is that fair? He's playing the current system. Give him some props. Anyway, Anthony Pettis, of course, coming down from 155, the former lightweight champion, taking on Max Holloway. Max Holloway was a featherweight on the rise. Of course, Holloway is a good, good fighter, no doubt about it. But 
you know, everybody thought that with Pettis coming down the weight, that Pettis would be able to call his shots and Pettis would be stronger, Pettis would be bigger. Pettis was weight-drawn. And the fact that the UFC allowed him to fight even as weight-drawn as he was, struggling to make 148, and the limit was 145. He didn't make the weight. And, uh, of course, coming down from 155, that's 10 pounds. That's not like, you know, I remember one time trying to make 132 when I was fighting at 139, and I said to myself, oh, I can make this, I can make this. And I was, like, down to 136 pounds, and I was dying at 136, okay? There was no way I was going to knock off four, four more pounds in, like, two weeks and remain strong and fight. I just couldn't do it. That was totally unnatural. I wasn't going to do it. I went back to 139, that little uh, freak experiment of trying to fight lighter guys because they were smaller. Well, that turned out to be a no-no. Anyway, back to Pettis. Pettis now at 145. Not going to be at 145 anymore. I'm moving back to 155. Good luck to him. I think he's lost three of his last four. Of course, losing that title fight to Rafael Dos Anjos, that was a bit of a stunner. That just was a bit of a stunner to me. And from that point forward, Pettis never seemed to have his mojo. The Cowboy was the winner. That's right. Donald Cerrone, of course, the Cowboy, now fighting the welterweight, took out Matt Brown with a KO, a nice head kick. I mean, got to give Donald Cerrone some props. Probably doesn't get the money he deserves. None of these guys do, but he's at least speaking up about it, wanted to start a, a, a union. In fact, he's part of a, a new union that's put together by the uh, mixed martial arts fighters, and I think that's a great thing. So Dana White, according to Cerrone, is behind it 1,000%. Yeah, right. Anyway, Cub Swanson was on the show, and Cub Swanson was looking real good. He beat... Ho Choi and a unanimous nod across the board. But Cub is a guy worth looking at at 145. And in fact, he might get a title shot in the near future. But the guy at 145, the really unsung hero at 145 is Jose Aldo. Of course, the man from the man from Brazil has lost that fight in 12 seconds to Conor McGregor. But outside of that, he's like stunning, sterling. I mean, he's like untouchable. And I think that right now, with his mindset, if Conor ever came back to 145, that would be a good fight. But at 155, I think McGregor is just too big for anybody, to, uh, especially Joe, Joe Aldo. But at 155, Connor's a big dude at 155. He was fighting, listen, he could fight at 170. If, you know, maybe not the top, top upper echelon, but he could fight like the, the number three, the number four, number five guy. But couldn't beat the number one guy. But probably could beat the number five guy at 170. Just couldn't do it at the top of the, like the Tyrone Woodley, the champion level. Couldn't do that. But I'm telling you, Connor's the real deal at 155. And Pettis... Looking to back, go back at 155 with Connor in the, uh, in the title spot, it doesn't look too good for him. Of course, I said Kelvin Dassel was the winner last week over Tim, Ke- uh, Tim Kennedy. That was a TKO in the third round. Of course, scheduled for three rounds. In fact, that Max Holloway Pettis fight was scheduled for three rounds instead of five rounds because of the weight issues. They took the title off the line. It was supposed to be for an interim title. That wasn't happening. But I'll tell you, at the end of the day, Pettis realized that, man, fighting at 148, 145, I just – can't do it. When you can't do it, you can't do it. And guess what? You got to face it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Let's talk about Bellator. Bellator MMA, of course, going across the pond. But <clears throat> before I get to that, I want to talk about the future of Bellator. There's a big card coming up in January, and I like this, folks, because Chael Sonnen's on the card, and Tito Ortiz, of course, Ortiz, Ortiz and Sonnen, uh, two of the louder guys in the world of mixed martial arts. I mean, they really are, and you, you got to give them props. They both have, been, have had uh, shared the stage, you know, as far as the UFC was concerned. Of course, Chael Sonnen coming within a whisker <clears throat> of beating uh, Anderson Silva and close to what was his prime back, I guess, about 2008 over there in Oakland, California. Beat Silva through four rounds, lost in the fifth round via submission. But, you know, Tito Ortiz, he was the flag bearer of the uh, USC. He was a light heavyweight champion. He was their flag bearer. I mean, he was a guy. He just was. I mean, he was a guy appearing on TV. He was a guy that sort of brought the USC into 
respectability, him and Randy Couture and guys like that. I mean, people started to take notice. But now you've got two guys at the end of the road. Now, I'm going to say the end of the road. I mean, end. I mean, like, dead end. Okay, because both these guys, like, in their mid-30s, probably closer to 40 than 30, um, Chael Sonnen and Tito Ortiz. Chael Sonnen coming in with a not-so-impressive record, 28 and 14. Of course, he stands 6 foot one. Ortiz an inch taller at 18 and 12 with a draw. You know, fighting 204 pounds, 205 pounds. I guess that will be the real challenge for Tito Ortiz to make 205 pounds because, you know, he hasn't done it in a while. And, you know, when you have to make it and, and there's, there's spit on the line, spit with an H, when you've got to make it and there's spit on the line, just, it's just more added pressure. This making the weight thing, people think it's a joke. I mean, oh, why don't you just fight at 145? Why don't you just fight at 130? Why don't you, you know, <clears throat> these are people that walk around with <clears throat> protruding waistlines, okay, saying, yeah, he can fight at 155. He can fight at one. You don't know what a guy can fight at. Only the guy knows what he can fight at or the girl knows what he can fight at. And you only know that from having to go through the pain in order to make weight. There was a certain, a certain amount of pain you just can't make. I wouldn't do the animus thing. I know guys did animas and and did all kinds of crazy stuff to make weight. I wouldn't do it. I just wouldn't do it. I mean, I did the uh, the B12 shots. Did I go without food three or four days? Yes. Did I eat ice cubes made of Kool-Aid for a long time? Yes. That was my favorite. Those were great, man. My mother would give me like three or four or five, three or four or five ice cubes and say, eh, basically that's dinner until tomorrow. Oh, Mom, you got to be kidding. No, that and some broccoli. You get a little broccoli, a little brown rice, but not too much meat, nothing like that, man. Not, not before the fight. No, it was right before the fight. I'm talking about making weight. Making that weight, the fight itself was different. But making that weight, getting to the weigh-in, getting to the scale, and being strong, that was, that was fight number one. If you can, if you can do that, usually, usually if I did that and I was uh, together physically, when I sat there and I looked across the ring, I was looking down at people. I had disdain for people because I knew deep down inside that, you know, I was in my best physical, physical condition ever. So if you're in your best physical shape, you're automatically in your best emotional and mental shape. So you're looking down the barrel at a gun, eh, so what? So what? You can't shoot me. I can move out of the way. You'll miss. The bottom line is I'm a bad dude. You got to know that because when you're mentally and physically prepared and you're in combat sports, that's just the way it is, man. You've got to, you just got to feel it. Of course, Tito Ortiz and Chael Sonnen go on the 21st at the Forum, the Inglewood Forum, of course, in Los Angeles, California. I think the place is going to rock. I really think the place is going to rock, and I got to give uh, Tito Ortiz some props because Ortiz, I've seen some films with him. He's trying to get himself together, like 36, 37 years old, trying himself to get himself together. But it's not an easy thing to do. And i tell you why, because the injuries, it's not only the age, you know, being 37 years, not only the age, it's the injuries. I mean, he's had torn rotator cuffs and knee injuries and hand injuries. And, you know, when you have, when you've got all these issues facing you, okay, and you've got to train to fight, you sort of have to train around the injuries. And a lot of guys can't do that, not in getting top shape. I know I couldn't do it. I tried. That's why I had to quit. I got hurt. Finally, uh, uh, I work. And I just couldn't get myself in the over, overwhelming condition that I used to get myself into. And I knew that if I was in the best shape of my life, there was no sense in fighting. No doubt about it. Let's talk about the Bellator card, of course, going across the pond in Ireland last night. Belfast, Northern Ireland, of course, the home of the aforementioned Conor McGregor. Anyway, the world lightweight champion of the UFC. Uh, King Mo. King Mo, of course, back as the heavyweight. Am I impressed with King Mo? Not really. Anyway, Mohammed Lawal is what he calls himself. Of course, that is his real name. We call him King Mo. The former strike force champion took a three-round unanimous nod from the 2008 Olympic gold medalist Satoshi Ishii. And that was in Bellator 169. It was the headliner, of course, the main event at the Three Arena in Dublin, Ireland. Of course, Lawal now 20-5, and five, carried all three live scorecards. And, you know, I'm not going to put it 
the natives being, you know, being the fact that that uh, that, that he was not the hometown favorite there. Uh, it was a it was a close fight anyway. Of course, King Mo coming off the controversial split decision loss, not controversial, not controversial. The King Mo he didn't lose controversy. I mean, the, to to Phil Davis he didn't lose controversially. Phil Davis beat him handily. There was no doubt about that. It was ugly, but Phil Davis beat him hands down. I thought now Ishii is fourteen and seven, and he's lost three in a row. And a featherweight co-main event: the kid from across the bay, Oakland, no Alameda, California. Anthony Taylor, damn, damn, he got lit up. Got lit up, got a tap out. Of course, it was a, uh, I think it was a uh, rear naked choke, I believe. Uh, one in 52 seconds in round number three. Of course, uh, Taylor coming from Alameda, California, which is an island between San Francisco and Oakland. That's where it connected to Oakland via a couple of bridges. But it's an island out in the middle of the bay. And Anthony Taylor's from Alameda, and he talks good, and he's a good fighter, and he can fight and all that good stuff. But, you know, he's going in with a one-on-one record to take on a guy that was a real hot prospect from Ireland, and James Gallagher, now 5-0. and but Gallagher, of course, the heir apparent to Conor McGregor and, and Anthony Taylor with a one-on-one record being brought into fighting was a bit of a, how can I put, I don't want to say, I don't want to say ups, I don't want to, I don't say mismatch, but, you know, Taylor was ranked number 250 in the world by SureDog.com, so that's not too good going in. Bottom line is, Anthony Taylor loses to James Gallagher a stoppage in the third round over there in Ireland. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. From the West Coast, City by the Bay, San Francisco, California. Live on Sports Byline, I am Pedro Fernandez, and this is Ring Talk. Hey there, travelers. You going somewhere? Need a hotel? Then call Hotel Wiz anytime, day or night for rates too low to publish. You can save up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe and get our best price guarantee with no booking or cancellation fees ever. We've got some of the lowest hotel prices you'll find in New York, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and a lot more. Don't waste your time surfing for deals. Make a free call right now and find deals too low to publish. Save up to 75% right now with no cancellation fees. And to make it even easier on you, we're here 24-7 to help. So call right now. Bookmark us in your cell phone. Whatever you need to do, just pick up the phone and call this number for hotel deals that'll knock your socks off. 800-507-3777. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. When a belt drive blows out at 3 in the morning, who's got your back? Granger's got your back. When you need safety products to help prevent job site injuries, Granger's got your back. When you need to keep a business running, 
or a facility or a school or a factory, Granger's got your back. Whatever you need, whenever you need it, Granger's got your back. I love Granger. You know why? Because Granger's got my back. Call, clickgranger.com or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need to keep a business running or a school or a bakery or an HVAC shop or an auto body garage, a cleaning service, a locksmith, a contractor, a property management company, a restaurant, a grocery store, a dry cleaner, a hotel, a moving company, a hospital, or pretty much anything, you want Granger. Granger has the products and solutions to help a growing business succeed. Whatever you need, whenever you need it. Granger's got your back. Call clickgranger.com or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I don't know how a fighter who is an independent contractor has to wear a uniform. Because if you're an employee, I see why you'd have to wear a uniform. But if you're an independent contractor, I don't understand how it's, you can be considered an independent contractor and have to wear a uniform that the company makes you wear. That's, that's pretty much my position. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Fifty-eight and a half minutes past there. This song is from my my good friend who's in a Puerto Rico hospital bed right as I speak, and she is not feeling well. We wish her the very best. She doesn't want me announcing her name, but you know what I'm talking about, my Puerto Rican queen. Better get well real soon. Of course, Luis Perez of the WBO not doing well. The ratings guy, of course, a member of the executive board, not doing well on death's doorstep as I speak in Puerto Rico. So there's good news and there's bad news for me out of Puerto Rico as far as the health scene of my good friends are concerned. Until next time, keep your hands up, keep your chin down. Don't forget, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. And of course, Johnny Taco and his All-Stars goes at Saturday night at 10 p.m. Pacific Time. A couple of hours of sports humor, some comedy. We talk smack. We have fun as well. And, of course, No Holds Barred. Sundays, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, we let it go. No Holds Barred. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Don't forget, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 33-plus years now. You're inside, looking at the world of combat sports, brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. <laughs>